Hello and welcome to Echoes of Glory, Season 8, Episode 7. I'm Jack. I'm ASD. Best people have turned up this week. There you go. Um, We're two points off top of the league and we're a club in crisis, so it's not a bad place to be. Are we title contenders this season? What do you think? No. Thanks for joining us, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Don't forget. (laughs) No, I just... I was talking to someone earlier. It, we're just flat at the moment. It's it's quite hard to make a rational decision because everyone's feeling a bit flat. We're meant to move into the ground, and we didn't. We didn't buy anyone. Mm. You know, we're, we're sort of spluttering against Cardiff, which we'll come on to. It's just, it's a bit of a, a weird time to be a Spurs fan. It feels like we're a bit in limbo. You know, um, we're just in the middle of really exciting. I'll tell you what I did on the weekend. Uh, I fixed the bath. I felt like a man. Strong. Yeah, I fixed me bath, uh, and I cleaned the inside of my car which made my wife very happy but I was also doing some stuff in um... it's not a euphemism <laughs> no, it's really not. I don't have time for use of euphemism I'm a busy man but um, I was cleaning the, we've got like a spare room which has got like the books the board games the tortoises but it's also got the computer that I built and that's the only one that plays Spurs DVD so I buy the season review oh, DVD nice. at the end of every year but it doesn't work in my Playstation it rattles for some reason uh. every single one it's the only DVD I think it's the supplier they use funnily enough mm. but I watched I haven't got last year's one I've got the year before which was the last season at White Hart Lane where we didn't lose at home yeah oh what a season and that's it the atmosphere was amazing and even though last year we had some amazing games like properly like the Chelsea beating them away was amazing like those that Ericsson goal the The Champions League 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 was amazing we we went out of the Champions League to one goal that was it we beat we drew with Juve away all of this stuff and we don't have that feeling this season. Like we don't have mm. that feeling so far. And so much depends on the fans. You have a look at Leicester, who it was a wave of emotion. And, and yeah. good luck. You have a look at Vardy. Vardy missed a few chances and he put them away. Do you remember when it was he was going to get the record for most consecutive yeah. games? And was it against Liverpool or Man United? I think United, United he got United, it. yeah. Really early on. That's purely emotion. Yeah. And we don't have that because we don't have the stadium. Spurs have given people their money back so they don't have to go to see Cardiff. But it just... And there's something there. Plus, we do not have the bench that City have got. Look, mm. at, if you can make two first 11s out of City, that, and most of them will get into our squad. We mm. play this game a lot between us. Like, we play Cardiff. None of Cardiff's team will get into our team. We, you have a look at Liverpool. Some of their team will get into our first mm. 11. Not many, I don't think, but some of them. All, nearly all their keepers would, most of their defenders would, all of their midfielders would, all of their front... Mm. You know, and they, they've got that twice over. I just don't think... With then, I don't think that's necessarily the aim of our project. Mm. So, I think it's a really interesting one because I, I agree in the sense of we haven't really got going this season. I don't think no. any players individually have really got going. Everyone's sort of been at a seven out of ten. Yeah, manager included with team selection and tactics yeah. and that in certain games. But to be two points off the top and it's amazing. having not really played well, like no Spurs fans are really buzzing at the moment. We're two points off top. It's our best ever start to the Premier League season. It's like imagine how good we're gonna be, being optimistic, how good are we gonna be when we do get going and all of our players come back fit and Kane's firing and Mate, Ericsson's you. on form, Deli Ali's doing his stuff, like we'll be nearly unstoppable you'd think. Mate, I totally agree. And if you have a look at if you go back um, I'm just getting our results from the previous. So if you go back, August, Premier League, we beat Newcastle, then we lost to Chelsea, we drew to Burnley, you know, we, we drew to Swansea, just beat Barnsley in the Carabao Cup, we just beat West Ham. This is a year ago, sorry. Like, we had some, like, average results, and then we got going. Yeah. And we did it the year before, and the year before. Yeah. I think we were, something will click. Injuries are a big problem for us, but... There's a difference between are we playing well for the team we've got and are we the best team in the land over the course of 38 games, 39, 38 games? Mm. I'm not sure we are, mm. and, and that, that's that's not a slight on us. We just we haven't put 600 million into our team like Liverpool have. We haven't put billions mm. into it like City. Have. I think for me the aim is to win the title. That's the aim. Like finishing top four, I would no longer say that's a brilliant achievement. I'd say if we finish top four, we've had a good season. But the aim has to be to win the title. I agree. But I do think we're quite away from City. Yeah. I don't think we're... I think we're about on par with Liverpool. I think I'm in the I minority. Think a lot no, of people no, no. think Liverpool are like this real top... So they're a good team, Liverpool. But I don't think there's much in it. I think we proved that when we played them. They battered us for a lot of the game. It was 2-1. Yeah. We didn't, and again, we didn't really yeah. play that well when we were in it. So I don't think we're necessarily title contenders. But I think 
the main thing for us is can if we can be within six maybe eight points of top at yeah. Christmas that's it you're right in it and that's at it. that point anything can happen that's what Alex Ferguson always used to say Christmas yeah. as long as you're in it with him it was always sort of if you're within 10 points you've got a chance of winning it anything can happen January window again players can come yeah. and go you don't we, know we know that managers sit down with their owners at the beginning of the season with every game and say these are the points like win, lose or draw what I want out of it if you want to win the title you need to be winning nearly every game yeah and we, we look at Chelsea away, we look at Arsenal away, we look at Liverpool away, we look at both games against City. Suddenly that's five games we, we might not win. That's 15 points, yeah. you know? And, and that, that's just the difference where those teams just do win. Yeah. Chelsea are brilliant at just grinding yeah. results out. City will blow people away. And we're just not there. But like mm. you say, we've got a brilliant team. We've got the best team we might have ever had. Mm. Ever. In, yeah. in, ever. In history. And the, the thing is, they talk about the teams from the 60s and the 70s and the 80s we had good teams who had amazing players but no one none of them were as tactically astute none of them were as fit none of them were as fast or consistent or I would consistent. say because I know the 80s was a I wasn't I wasn't around to see it and I would love to have seen back to back FA yeah. Cups but we've always been a cup team Spurs you just see down the years and probably since Poch has come in actually we're now that consistent stable yeah. side times have changed the end goal the end goal has to be the title but is it going to come this season? I, I don't think it will. But what I would say, to be not playing great and be where we are, traditionally we're slow starters under Pochettino. And yeah. I, it always takes us a bit of while to get going. It's just that's how we play. You need is. match fitness. You need to just be in the rhythm of it. So I, do I don't know. There's a, long, there's a lot of football still to play. And people are saying this is a two-horse race between City and Liverpool. I actually think Chelsea are looking pretty decent at the minute as well. Yeah, man. You, and you just don't know. You really Hazard. don't know. We talked about Hazard. And yeah. then he, just, he just keeps on before. This might be his best season ever by the yeah. way he's playing. If there was... We didn't prepare for this. But if yeah. there was a player which we got rid of over the last five years, it's not Bale or Modric, uh, that you could have back at the club right now, who would it be? Because I was thinking someone like Paulinho actually... Would be oh, quite head's useful. gone. Head's well, gone. No, it is. Head's, head's gone. gone. Because you think, but then I was thinking maybe Chadley actually would be quite useful. Mm. I think we need a centre back. Ledley. No, but bring bring but the man back. We get rid of bring him. the man back. But imagine him back now. He'd be awful. I'd still do, do a job. I mean? it's, it's still, honestly, it's still, you know, it'd probably only last Dorse, about 15 minutes. Dorse, Dorse isn't right. I'm I think that. Siggy. I know people are saying a lot about our attacking play this season's not been fantastic because that when you watch a game you w- want to watch the attacking yeah. side. But I actually think defensively is where we've fallen down a little bit this season. Like it's just one game, but if we'd have beaten Watford in yeah. that game, we were winning one 0 we'd be sat top of the league at the minute. Mm. And the games where yeah. we've dropped points and lost, Liverpool set play. There's, we've conceded a lot yeah. of goals where you think, oh, actually, you know what? If you did have a Ledley in there, yeah. would that have been the difference? I like to think he would have stopped one of them. Yeah. And it would be a different story. But Rafa as well, Van der Vaart, like I know his physique probably wouldn't suit Poch, but you know, just oh. for the goals and the assists he used to get, like imagine having him back in. The thing is he was in- inconsistent, wasn't he? That, that in the smaller games he would often not do a lot, but then you'd get a big game and he would just turn it on. He was a phenomenal player. Yeah, you, phenomenal. You loved, you loved he was that, man. So I, I don't know. I feel like there's something about players that are physically inferior. So the yeah. ones that maybe carrying half a stone too much and aren't quick, but have just got it upstairs. Yeah. Teddy Sheringham, another yeah, one. Yeah, like yeah. you just used to watch him. Robbie Keane, Holtby. Not, <laughs> not the quickest. No, a Pamero. You know. There's like, <laughs> just I don't know. It's just something about yeah. players that are one step head upstairs. You just love watching. And we've got a couple of games we want to talk about. Yeah. So Barcelona being the first one. So yeah. massive Champions League night at Wembley. Sellout crowd. You went. Electric atmosphere. I wasn't there. You went. I wasn't there. I wasn't no, there. My dad and brother were on the season tickets. I had. Uh, I had. I was ill, very ill. North there or was, south? There was oh, both. There was, <laughs> no, there was literally no way I could have been on the tube and not soiled myself. So Amazing. I had my Amazing. Um, but the atmosphere looked pretty incredible. There's a bit of talk because Hugo was back in the lineup, his first game back in. Yeah. What's your stance on that? Do you think that he should have been in the hindsight, obviously? But if you set his performance aside for a minute, do you think he should have come straight back into the side? Every day, every day. If he's fit enough to be selected, like the goalkeeper is the one physically I worry least about coming back. Mm. Like, you know, it's like on FIFA when the player you get the email from the physio and he returns from injury, yeah. but he's got the little cross next to his name, and he could get another injury. 
goalkeepers I'm least worried about unless it's been serious like when he gets kneed in the head by Lukaku yeah. or when he got Petacek and where that affects them mentally whereas this was and maybe even a psychosomatic knee injury or whatever it was I'm perfectly fine with it, mm. it I, maybe his brain went but it's I, I would put him back every day mm. of the week it's do- interesting because I I love Loris he's the best goalkeeper I've seen at Spurs he's our captain but Things do make you look at a man differently, and like I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah. honestly like this whole during this drink driving you, thing came out. I was so shocked. I was like, "That's not, that's not our captain, surely." But I mean, the man on the field and the man off the field are obviously two completely. So he he, I, it's so weird, isn't it? He's a man who we never see, like Ledley, King Ledley. We saw him coming out the club with with his trousers around his ankles. Yeah. And it does make you look at someone differently, like when they're involved in something that you deem to be so out of character. And I get a cab. I don't know. Oh, what the, it's was. it's so brainless. It's unbelievable. But it makes me think that he does it all the time. Yeah, we don't that's know. like yeah. that's that's my assumption. But you know, I I never I don't even drive if I've had half a beer. Yeah. Like no. it's just my, my rule is I just won't I won't yeah, do it. And you think I don't know. I don't feel like a person that wouldn't normally drink and drive would go out get plastered and then just think I'm going to go I feel like he probably does it consistently and I don't care what anyone says it will have had an impact on personal and professional relationships with people it will have done like there will be some people that just are a bit different around him now Um, I felt like it was extremely harsh to drop Gazaniga but it would have been a tougher decision for Poch to have not played Loris. To have put Loris on the bench and played Gazaniga would probably have created more trouble than yeah. doing what he did. And his mind is probably gone, Loris is a better keeper overall than Gazaniga, yeah. maybe not in the last five games, yeah. but I'm going to put him back in as my captain. That's probably what he's thought. Football is, is a performance-based industry. You get in based on how good you are. Yeah. We were playing maybe the best team that we've ever played in our history. Imagine that. Yeah. Like we're certainly up against the best player and the best player who has ever lived. And you need to stop him, and we didn't. But you know, yeah. but you put your best team out. You 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 do not have a choice. You can't say you've been really. It, it's been really nice seeing you play, uh, MK in MK Don Stadium against Watford. But this is Barcelona in the mm. Champions League. It's a tough one, isn't it? It really is. Like Actually, I, I would love. To, I, I, I think the way Gazaniga's played, he's, I think he's been outstanding. He's been brilliant in terms of his. For me, the biggest thing for him has just been his decision making. Like his shot stopping. You, I'm a professional goalkeeper. I don't think he's made any saves that you're like, wow. Yeah. Could anyone else have done that? I yeah. feel like most keep most pro keepers would have made the saves he's made. What's impressed me the most with him has been his decision making. Yeah. At, Ball's over the top at when the ball's at his feet, what am I gonna do? And I feel with Hugo, I know his distribution gets slaughtered all the time and I feel like actually like he can play the ball pretty much anywhere within a fifty yard radius and he can yeah. put it on that player's foot. I don't think that's the problem. I think the problem is knowing when you should play the pass and yeah, when you should yeah, go, yeah. you know what, I'm yeah. getting rid and Gazaniga so far and it's a really, really small sample of games that he's got yeah. so you, you, we don't really know how good he is We've just, he's played well but like is that the best he's ever going to play and then the rest of his career is going to be no, you, we don't know no, no. but he's been excellent when the ball's at his feet and the other team have pressed us and he's just gone you know what it's not worth it and yeah, he just yeah, yeah. 60 yard bang yeah. puts it in the, in the opposition I think he's been uh, really good at that if at the end of the season we get a 30 million pound bid for Hugo and we go right Gazaniga you're our number one from next season you, do you, know, you go do you know what I'm really sad to be lo- yeah. losing him but actually he'll be cheaper and that gives us the next 10 years of consistency yeah. I, you know I love Hugo I've yeah. always loved him like properly loved him but he has made some howlers and you just see it it's consistency that's the thing I always yeah. talk about and you just see him go why, why did you do that and yeah. he's done it a couple of times recently. and you can tell as well that there's a lot because that, that the first goal by the way, the pass, Messi picks the ball. Oh, Messi course. hadn't actually touched the ball at this point in the game. This is about a minute in. Picks the ball yeah. up on the centre circle, wriggles away from, I think it's wings. Plays a pass, which doesn't even make sense. Like The fact that he's looking at that and he's gone, I know if I shake my body, the right back is yeah. going to anticipate and he's going to move three yards out of position and that's enough for me to thread the ball in. And that's exactly what he did. He made Trippier look stupid. Like a Burnley right back. Didn't he? Yeah, but at that point, 
we've got that situation. We're in control of that situation. Yes, they're in behind us, yeah. but there's no square ball. No. He's going to have to either take a touch and get close to the ball or check back. And you'd like to think that we can get ourselves in position yeah. to deal with it better. Yeah. When Loris comes flying out, that the control's now with oh. Barca. That they've, they're in control of this situation now. It's like, right, I've got two passes to play and I've got an, an open goal. Play is a perfect pass. The finish from Coutinho is still unbelievable. Because I, when I watched it in real time, in my mind, Coutinho was on the penalty spot when he put it in. And then it was, I watched it, it's 20, 25 yards. It's yeah. an Alderweireld back. back. It's yeah. a great finish. But you just, as soon as that goal went in, you just thought, oh, here we go. Yeah, exactly, here we go. And we said, you get punished for your mistakes. And it's not like Cardiff, where Junior Hoylet will sky it, or Riyad yeah. Mahrez will sky it. These boys will put it wherever they want. Yeah. Wherever they want. And they do it week in, week out. And they pay £100 million per player for the privilege. Yeah. It's just the way it is. Yeah. We, and then from then on, we were playing catch-up, which is what... We said it before, Barca make you play the way they want you yeah. to play. And when you go 1-0 down after four minutes, you're screwed. Yeah. I mean, Sergio Busquets attempted 67 passes in that game. Do you know how many he completed? I do know. 67. He, like, he's an unbelievable player. It's, like, you've always said it, though. Off, off the mic, yeah, you've always loved like, him. But there are some people that still say, oh, if you get about Biscuits, you know. And, and, but you can, you can get about any player in a 90-minute game. If we, yeah. like, even Messi, there are games where he's not at his best and he doesn't dominate matches. But if you look at Biscuits, his career and all of the big games he's played in, he dominates all of them. He's near enough impossible to stop. Yeah. He was phenomenal, as was number eight, Arthur, playing <laughs> in midfield, who... I was one of them. When the team sheets come out, I thought, who's this? I actually had to yeah. look up who he was. And they bought him from the Brazilian league in the summer. He's a bit of an unknown player. What a player. But is what it, a player. But is it that he's just, he's riding the wave of, like, you put Harry Winks in there and Winks can do, because you know I love Harry Winks. Yeah. He could do the same thing because he's, he's got, like, maybe, plus five because he's surrounded by everyone. I mean, Where's Brown? Time will yeah. tell. You know time, I mean? time, but then he, Fergie had a team of players like that. It didn't even make sense. Yeah. But time will tell with Arthur, but he looked a really, really good they're, player. They're a brilliant, they're a world class team. Like, that was made evident in the second goal. Yeah. The, I, mean, I mean, the volley from Rakitic is just ridiculous. Yeah. And what I felt, in hindsight, looking back at it, it's quite funny because there's a ball played over the top, and I think it's either Suarez or Coutinho that scuff the volley and it goes yeah. backwards, and everyone goes, Wee! <laughs> and then five seconds later, bang. Jermaine Genus said it's one of the best volleys that the game has ever seen because no yeah. he was like, the distance, he's both feet are off the floor when he strikes it. It's ridiculous. It's a ridiculous it's technique. Next level, isn't it? Um, but this is the champion. Welcome to the Champions yeah, League. You know, that's it's, it. when we didn't expect, we predicted the loss. I think we did really well. We what we've proved is we can fight. You know, yeah. we we're not Arsenal. We don't. I mean, we've laughed. At, I was thinking about this. We've laughed at, laughed at Arsenal for years because they get beaten by Barcelona week in week out. There was one unfortunate game where Van Persie shot and he got sent off. Yeah. And actually, Arsenal were winning the the double legged tie at that stage after beating them two one at home. I think Arshavin scored a great goal yeah, in that something game. Like that. Um, but we've laughed at them for years, and you find that actually. It's near impossible to stop these these two teams. It's tough. It's just you have to make no mistakes in the game. Or you, you can make one and then they have to make a mistake on your mistake yeah. and not punish it. That's the only chance that you've got. But, I mean, at 2-0, I, I was really, really worried. Like, yeah. At 2-0, if you just said to me, this game will end 3 nil, I would probably have taken that. Because yeah. I was like, this could now be a 5-6-0 thrashing. We got back in it. Got back in it. I mean, Kane is brilliant. That the Kane goal. I feel like that's Harry Kane. Like that, that goal. It, you're exactly right. Like need that a fighter. Yeah, and it's just oh, it was a brilliant. The way he, he made a brilliant round. The pass was great. His pass. Dummied. Uh, I think it was Winks. Yeah. yeah Threaded yeah, yeah. it down the channel yeah. to him, and the finish is brilliant. And at two one, then all of a sudden you think we're back in it. And I mean, Messi sixty seconds before hit the post when he went on that mazy run, which he did twice, didn't yeah. he? He did that again and hit the post. And you're thinking at that point, I was thinking it might be our day. We might actually get something yeah. out of this. But then the third goal goes in. The finish from Messi on the third was goal. Was that the one where it comes to tried to control it with his cock? Is that that one? <laughs> he, he saw he saw Adebayor against Lyon in the two two where Umtiti scored and he went Allo We <laughs> <laughs> can't do that anymore. Christ. That was French because he's French and it wasn't anything else. Uh, 
he tried he, he Sissoko inexplicably tried to control it sort of backwards and it went yeah. to Messi and Messi Messi's the best player who's ever lived I don't understand these com- comparisons with Ronaldo um where Ronaldo is a great finisher and he's finished great things and he's done it in, he's doing it in, well he's done it in two leagues and he's not really doing it in the next league but he's got other things to distract him at the he's moment. doing other things he's got <laughs> when he was at Man United although Robin Van Persie's not picking up his phone to mm. him apparently anyway uh, um Messi creates everything. Yeah. Man, I, nev- we'll never see a player like him. It's just, it's very difficult. To, I've been lucky to have seen him and yeah. lucky to have seen Ronaldo. And I love watching Ronaldo play because he gets the ball and he's so direct. Yeah. He's probably the most direct player that yeah, football's yeah, yeah. ever seen. But Messi's just got such an aura about him that you can't mark the man. He's always got a couple of yards of space. It's just phenomenal. The ball comes into him and you just straight away think something's going to happen here. Just, Whenever he picks the ball up, there's a chance that there's going to be a goal in the next you know, 30 seconds. You know, you look at players and you go, Drogba, super strong and can finish. And then you look at Messi, he's strong, he can finish. Like the, the, He's got the best combination of anything. Yeah. He's strong, he's powerful, he's quick. He's got little feet so they can manoeuvre the ball better than anyone else. I, I honestly don't think we'll ever you just, see... You can't, you can't even really foul him either. Because if you, I'd love to see a stat on what are the average number of fouls committed on Messi per game. Because I bet it's no more than two. Because you can't get near enough to kick him. Yeah. Because there's one point in the first half where Ben Davis actually tries to forearm him in the face. Mm. And he ducked it and carried on running with the ball. And you think... This is a kid, he's what, he'd be 31, 32 at my age, who for the last 15 years has been playing with older kids, bigger kids, who have just tried to bully him, and he's just better than them all. He's like, you you actually said uh, last week, which I've been thinking about all week, and Mm. I've been doing my nothing, where you said Messi might be the greatest sportsman of all time. I think Mohamed Ali beats it for me for for political reasons, just because Messi hasn't done it off the pitch. But I... You have a look at... He is there. He's there with Tyson, I think. Tyson, you look at Tyson, you go... Tyson more than Ali, where you yeah. go, Jesus Christ, like, no, like, he's just a, a force field. He's yeah. just a force that just goes through things. But like you do look at people, like, you look at tennis and Roger Federer, top yeah. of his game, but, like, there are players that are not a million miles behind him. Yeah. Whereas, like, Messi, there's, there, there's no one. There's no one anywhere near him. And he's been doing it for... So- I remember when my, my mate, Alex... Uh, who, he's the one who played that game we were talking about on the, with the biscuit on, um, oh. <laughs> on the WhatsApp group. We won't go into, we won't that. Go into that. But he um, uh, he went to Barcelona for a year when we were in uni. Mm. And he had to actually drop out of uni because he drank too much and got liver damage, uh, liver disease. But we went out to visit him and we went to Barcelona. Uh, mm. Messi was injured. But this was Messi then. I can tell you. Fact, yeah. I'm going to tell you the team. Was it like an... Uh, on, 17, 18 was year old. Yeah, yeah. Henri was in that team. Yeah. He was 17, 18. And he was tearing it up yeah. then. He's, and do you remember there was a time, like 2008, no, that was Man United-Chelsea. Well, the Man United-Champions League game and people saying he can't do it against English clubs. Yeah. And he scored that header and an amazing goal. Now, do you know which nationality, which league, which nation, which league he scored the most goals against yeah. in Champions League? It's, it's English clubs. Yeah. English clubs, not but that was, was just the only because you get the Ronaldo lovers which I am as well he's a brilliant player but the question mark that is always that people say about Messi is oh he's only ever played in Spain Spain's an easy league well compare Messi and Ronaldo's records in that easy league Messi wins compare Messi against teams from all over the world Messi wins it's, it's, it's ridiculous I mean the, the guy was unreal I feel like we could have done more to have restricted him yeah we we weren't really on a game. I, the, I thought Lamella was excellent, and I thought Winks. He's been getting a lot of stick, which I don't get. I thought he had I a really get. good game. Yeah. I felt really sorry for him because I think I don't like criticizing players on here, but for me, Wanyama in that game was yeah, yeah. so poor. Yeah. It was. There were times where the game plan was obvious in the midfield. Biscuits gets on the ball, winks, you've got to shut him down. You, you just keep him facing his own goal. Try to restrict his forward passing. Yeah. You can't stop him keeping the ball. Try and restrict his forward passing. So it, it'd go to press Biscuits, who's about to control the ball. Biscuits would have a look, see Winks come in, and he'd play a five, six yeah. yard square pass to Arfa or Rakitic, and Wanyama was nowhere. Yeah. He wasn't pressing it's with him. Poor, he it? wasn't pressing. And then Winks would then chase the ball, be a one, two round him, and everyone would be like, what's Winks doing? He's yeah, out yeah. just naturally. In midfield, you 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 repair one presses the other sits. But as soon as you see that player with the ball about to play the pass, you've got to be on your bike yeah. pressing that next man. 
And I, f- I just felt really sorry for him. The game changed in the second half when Dyer came on because mm. I actually thought Dyer off the ball did a lot of work for Winks, yeah. which allowed Winks to get yeah. on it. Winks was getting on the ball in the Barca half. Yeah. Whereas in the first half, he was receiving it off the back four. He, he yeah, couldn't yeah. really do a lot with it. So he that partnership's main, better for he me. He did a fabulous turn, though, like to get himself out between two... Um, Barca players uh, yeah you're right Wanyama just was not good enough he was not and I don't I, 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 I feel like he's a good player Wanyama and he's been injured he hasn't played a lot of football yeah. so coming back into that game is always going to be tough for him like, yeah. Yeah, they, were, they would both have had to have probably played the best they've ever played yeah. for us to have got something so I don't want to dig him out too much but I was frustrated at Wanyama yeah, yeah. in that game and I, I didn't think that he kept the ball particularly well either he's one that when he gets harried he tends to be a bit of a panicker he's one who could go who could get sold and you go it's a shame but we either saw his best and it was it was not up to scratch or yeah. he didn't he wasn't consistent and his strengths aren't being on the ball and having men press him and getting around him. And that's been shown in yeah. cup games last year against lower league opposition when yeah, people have been yeah, on yeah. it. But that's, you know what, that's just not his game. His game is doing that to other people. That's yeah. what he's best at. But it's just difficult. His for range him. of passing is poor as well. I think that's where Dyer has him. Dyer's passed to Dele Ali last year was my pass the season because it's not straight. Uh, in, the, in the commentary, Neville says it's straight. It curls right, which means it goes mm. over the defender and then drops over Dele Ali's right hand shoulder. So the defender can't touch it. Yeah. Um, so and Wanyama can't do that yeah. and Wanyama's passing is, is short it's 10-15 yards max so I think Dyer is, he has been poor in some games or he's made some weird decisions but Wanyama is not as good as Eric Dyer I don't think so but hey. Dyer's always one that divides opinion I can't really understand it to be honest but yeah, no. anyway. good scrappy goal from Lamella but we lost 4-2 yeah. let's move on um, Cardiff so that was a game, a lot of injuries again going into that game. Like serious injuries. A lot well. of injuries. Sissoko come into the starting lineup, yeah. which caused an absolute Twitter storm, which was quite funny. Um, good result, poor game, I think is probably a, yeah. a, a, a fair summary. That's what um, we need to do. We're now able to play not great and win games and keep yeah. clean sheets, and that's something that historic Spurs has never been able to do so it's like I get it people are basically saying our football this year has not been that great to watch it hasn't people are saying it's it's like AVB stuff which I think maybe is a little bit harsh but we're getting the results and I can put up with us not playing that well and we're winning I'm, I'm, I'm fine with that it's not AVB but the, the people who are saying it's AVB do not know what they're talking about. Like, they, like really? Yeah. I, because I, I loved. I went to sixty games over two years watching. Every, you loved it. I and I yeah. loved it. It was super defensive, super boring. It was Dawson. It was long diagonal yeah. balls. Do you remember those long diagonal balls to the to the? I, I bring this up all the time when we talk about AVB, Norwich at home, Parker, <laughs> Livermore, Huddleston. <laughs> yeah. What does that say? That <laughs> is. We don't even have the people to replicate yeah. that. Like they. I don't mean to disrespect, I do mean to disrespect those people because they do not know what they're talking about. Mm. That was negative football. Mm. And AVB cannot deal with pressure as well. So he had zero personality, he had zero yeah. game plan. He made changes like um, Poch makes decisions late, like 70 yeah. minutes when he should be changing things on 60. But he doesn't make personnel changes, Pochettino. He doesn't like that. He makes changes. If you watch the game yeah, yeah, it, yeah. And, and we can't break it, he'll, yeah. he'll do stuff. It might be subtle and you might not notice it, but he does make a lot of changes yeah. throughout the game. Even the first time, even when you're winning, he's always changing. He, just, he doesn't like a personnel change. I'm not sure why, but that's just... I think for him, yeah. changing the player is the last result. If the, yeah. I'm going to change this, okay, now I'm going to change it. Right, not working, get the, get the man on. I think you're wise for saying that. And I think it's interesting because it, I'm assuming he's, he has worked relentlessly to understand what the opposition is going to do and give every yeah. player their role. And so if another player, if the opposition player has slightly changed their role from what he expected, you have to adapt. You have to mm-hmm. adapt and overcome. And that's what he's doing. I'm, he's a fabulous coach. His challenge now, Pochettino, is he's approaching the time when he's going to have to start thinking about his second team. This is what we're talking about with yeah. with um, Ferguson, where what does the team of three years look like? Yeah. Because we're going to see Alderweireld go, Super Jan probably going to go, we're going to see Danny Rose go. Yeah. Uh, maybe even Ericsson Ericsson might be out with yeah. this, this chronic illness that's four that's your, the core yeah. of your team and that's always the toughest point for a long exactly. long term manager exactly. isn't it um, I wanted to get your opinion on Sissoko as well because I actually thought he did okay against Cardiff he was can, can, he, can he ever win the fans over 
I don't think you can ever win the fans over because it's gone. Mm. Because and fans just have an opinion where they love players irrationally and they love players. Like people loved Lewis Holtby and he did nothing. <laughs> he did. He and Soldado. And Soldado. I, mean, it's I, the same I, thing. I never got that loving. Like I know he seemed like a nice guy. He was shocking. He was, he was so gross. bad. And when Wanyama, not Wanyama, Sissoko is in the Galas camp where they just mm. do not like him. He might as well have come from Arsenal. But I tell you what, do you remember who went off early against Real Madrid? Uh, Alderweireld in the home Alderweireld and Sissoko came on and I was super happy because he just shores things up he he make, he can make a monstrous run he makes stupid decisions and he can't pass and he, he, he doesn't know what to do with his feet mm. but some, he's a good body to, he's an athlete and so there's some times when he's good yeah. I just want to see him I reckon if you got him in, this, in a season 20 games in a row by the end of it he would know what he was meant to be mm. doing he's a player who can't think and that's fine he's got a role and he does it I think it's tough for him as well because he's always playing different positions he's coming on holding midfield then he's coming on right of a diamond yeah. then he's coming on right wing like it's never the same thing it's, it's, it's difficult yeah. but I think actually this season I think he's been doing all, I think last season he did alright for us he's not a 30 million pound player that's not his fault no. but I think he's done, he's done okay for us and I feel a little bit for him because he just gets slated every week. But the only thing that I didn't get from the Cardiff game was Lucas up top, Kane as a 10. Kane should never be a number 10. He should always be up front. But I know that Kane himself has said that he likes that role. That's the yeah. position. And I, when I say I don't get it, I understand Potch's thinking. Lucas up front will stretch him. Kane will get a little bit more space. We can get the ball into him. That's the that's the overall. Yeah. In a real nutshell, that's the thinking. But I just I feel like we don't look at our best when Kane is anywhere other than leading the line. Yeah. Well, Kane, frankly, if he need, he needs to get better, if he wants to be number ten, he needs to get better. Because you have a look at the greatest number tens in the Premier League. He is nowhere near that. But if you have a look at the number nines. He's the best one of the bunch, yeah. and it's it's just that simple. If the thinking is like you say, Lucas runs left and right, and Kane has the the late running, yeah. that's perfect. But what that does is it squeezes everyone else behind him yeah. backwards. It's just wrong. You have a look at if he was playing in that role against Juventus, he uh, Juventus Barcelona, he wouldn't have scored the goal. Mm. He's a, he's a brilliant number nine. Yeah, I, I agree. You play a little bit deeper, but don't play behind someone who isn't a striker. It's just weird. I don't like seeing him there at all. It's no. not. It's not. It reminds me when Bale was playing on the right, when yeah. he just so we could cut in on his left foot. Yeah. He, he's it's like a, proper simple tactics. Yeah. Like he's left footed. I'll go there so you can get on your left foot quicker. Yeah, we might but, have to have a song that we did for Bale. Yeah, like Harry Kane. He plays up front. He plays number That'll nine. That'll catch on. <laughs> <laughs> Move on. Next. Um, but a good result overall, you know. Should have scored more, could have scored more satisfactory performance. Cardiff, the dreadful, bless them. Alderweireld's... Um, oh, we didn't talk about the red card, actually, which is... It's, it's, if you do that on the street, it's, you, you go get to jail. locked up, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, there's no more. I don't know, I, I, I don't know what else just to say about it. Just one thing to add, Neil Warnock's criteria of a red card, which is he didn't endanger the opponent's life. So I don't know why he got a red. That was that they were his words, which is amazing. Well, That's Neil Warnock. I love Cardiff City. Obviously, I love Bluebirds. I love, I love. But my love for them was born when they were in Division Three, when they were yeah. awful, and we were playing. We see, so you know, there's yeah. something in me. It's home, but it's not my football team. Um, there's some really nasty people who support Cardiff City, and I have no place in there. And they. They're going down. They're one. They're, they're a poor side. One to three on already. Like it's yeah. it's they're they're a poor. They're not a Premier League side. They're a, uh, yeah. They're I, a decent championship. Time for the weekly. We are Tottenham Hotspur quiz. We are about the glory of the game. We are about playing with style. We are Tottenham Hotspur. So, the quiz this week, because it's... Sent in by... Sent in by Quizmaster Simon Mitchell. Thank you, Simon. Um, as always, brilliant quiz. Love, love so, Simon. this is West Ham versus Tottenham. Not the one I walked 4th out of. 4th of March, 2007. This... Right, so this is the... Can um, you figure out what the game is yeah, it's first? The, I can tell you exactly where I was when I watched it. The 3-2. 4-3. It's the 4-3. So, Tottenham played a 4-4-2 in I, this game. Okay. I'm going to remember what the team that finished... Exactly, than... that's what makes it hard. <laughs> so, the goalkeeper in that game was, of course, Paul Robinson. Yeah. Your right back is a question mark. Your left back is a question mark. That is such a horrible thing to do to me. Um, 
blame Simon, you know. Yeah. Um, your first centre half is Michael Dawson. Yeah. Your yes. second centre half is a question mark. That about be all the question marks. No, it's not. There's two more. Oh, right hand, five r- of them. Right hand side of midfield, Aaron Lennon. Yes. Left hand side of midfield, Timu Tainio. Yeah. Central midfield, Hossam Ghali. Yeah. And so I knew that one. And a question mark. Strikers, Jermaine Defoe. And a question mark. Well, Berbatov is that. Berbatov. So you got Berbatov. So you need the right back, the centre back, the left back, and a centre midfielder. Staltieri wasn't one, was he? No, he wasn't. Uh, it wasn't Lee Young Pio. It was Lee Young Pio at left back. Good knowledge. Good uh, guess. Uh, right back. It's too early for Carl Norton. It's too, yeah, it's too early for Wait, him. It's way too early for Carl Norton. Uh, I know what's his face came on. Tarat came on. He, ca- he did come on. You don't get a point for that, but he Timotinio, did come on. Antonio Saltieri. So the right, the right back. Huddleston. Wasn't it early Huddleston? He came on. He came on. Oh my goodness. Yeah. The, the centre midfielder, I'll give you a clue on that, is currently a pundit. JJ. JJ. JJ's centre midfielder. So you oh, need so. your right back and your centre half. So right back. This Woodgate. No. No. The, the right back had two spells with Tottenham. He was, I believe, French. Oh, don't do this to me because I'm gonna, as soon as I hear it, it's going to. But it's, isn't it French African? Yes. Isn't it? It's not so cool, right? It's, oh, you know I, it. I know it. You know I, it. I can see him in my head. Who is it? Pascal Chimbonda. Chimbonda. Oh. See, I was, go- I was going. Yeah, I knew that. Maybe he's, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then the other centre half. This is quite a tough one. So he was massive. He was about six foot six. Quite a gangly fella. Um, English centre half. Didn't play that many times. Wasn't great. I can't remember. Anthony Gardner. Anthony, I knew that as well. Anthony Gardner. So that team was Paul Robinson, Chimbonda, Dawson, Gardner, Pio, Lennon, Garley, Genus, Tainio, Defoe, and Berbatov. The team now would. 10 0. 10 0. 10 0. What a game that was. There's really good highlights on YouTube. If none of you have seen it, because there's a lot of fans we've got who started like in the yeah. Bale years, go and watch that game because they that was Tevez's first goal for them, I think. So Tevez actually got the second goal. So Mark no a nineteen year old Mark oh, if you Noble. Talk about the story of this this game, I can talk about it all day long. He scored a half volley, which was a screamer, to Absolute be fair to him. Screamer. Tevez got a free kick, which was poor goalkeeping but a good strike. He took his top off running into the crowd. Yeah, so we're two 0 down at half time and you're thinking, Oh my Christ, this is then, typical Tottenham. Typical Tottenham. Then is the first goal Lennon back heels it volley to Tainio. No, 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 no. That's, that's the, the equaliser. So the e- first goal is there's a ball up the line up the left. Lennon's run onto it. Lee Bowyer takes him down in the box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Penalty. Defoe, Penalty. Defoe, steps, Defoe up. steps up and they're singing. There's a great celebration from Defoe where he just literally looks at. He just glances <laughs> yeah. at the West Ham. He doesn't give it. He just looks <laughs> yeah. at him, which is amazing. He does the same thing for that goal I told you about last week. Yeah. where he, he smacks it in. And, and then two-two is the goal you, that you describe. Yeah. Describe the equaliser. I can't remember who passed it, but there's a ball from midfield which sort of half lofted, but it comes at Aaron Lennon about his hip. So he, he jumps with his back to it and back heel volleys it to Taino. Taino sort of hits it a sideways volley and it, it goes quite flatly into bounces. It's a lovely strike. Oh, beautiful strike and totally unexpected. Yeah. Really I don't really goal. recall him scoring no. Taino. He, he probably did get a few. I, mean, yeah. I can feel Stato screaming. Um, of what goals yeah. he did score and then we're five minutes f- so that's 2-2 two, two. That's two, 85th two. minute 3-2 West Ham Bobby Zamora former Spurs First touch I believe comes on for a set piece whips in and again the keeping is questionable 3-2 so you're thinking that's that then we've lost it no it's not Tarap <laughs> no, yeah. gets the ball uh, who's just come on and he's young then and he's tricking around and gets a ball he gets brought down quite close to the edge of the box yeah like actually like, close, right close. on the line yeah and then Berbatov steps up and sticks it over the wall but then over someone who's on the line Paul Kuncheski's on the line who's a, who's a lump yeah so we go, and he goes and gets the ball and gets everyone back and then they're attacking and it's like 96 minutes we're hanging on at 3-3 three, three as well 96 minutes like we're over the five minutes it's meant to be. West Ham need to at least draw because they are going down otherwise. Yeah. And then suddenly we get a break with Len- Defoe's got the ball and takes it up 
He's got a def- defender running back, and for some reason he takes it on, and the goalkeeper spills it inexplicably into the path of Ty- Timo Tainu in the middle of the goal. Paul Stalteri, Timo Tainu, come on! Paul Stalteri, the and, eagle puts it in. If, yeah, if you, there's, if the crowds you want to be in at Spurs are the Harry Kane header, the three-one at Inter Milan, just to be there for the like 85th minute, but then that one, that one yeah. is the one because yeah. people were going. Mental, and there's what I love about that is the Sky Sports commentator oh, God, goes, oh, "Oh no, no. Um, amazing!" Check out the highlights on it. Who's the manager of West Ham? I could picture it. Kirbishly, Kirbishly, that's right. Yeah. Good manager, actually, to be fair to him. And um, we've got West Ham in the next league game, I'm so it's international it. break coming up. But then we've got West Ham away. We won their three-two last season. Kane got a brace. Eriksen got another. We were three-nil up and cruising. Oh yeah. Aurier got sent off. They come back to 3-2 and we were hanging on in that so as well. about this. The new FIFA's been released and I haven't got it because I can't afford it. If anyone wants to buy a PS4 uh, FIFA and send it to Mediacom London, I'd, I'd happily Other consoles are available. Yeah, and if you want to buy me one of them, I'll have one of them. But the, um, I was thinking about things, because one of the things we always talk about are players. Sissoko is brilliant on FIFA because you're controlling him. Yeah. You're, you're controlling his athleticism. I think that there's things that Aurea can do in real life that you can't do on FIFA. For example, three foul throws. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. He's, he's one of, yeah. He can do things he can't do on FIFA. Um, we were cruising that game. I know we're not talking about We that. were murdering him last we were, year, yeah. Like, fully just taking him apart. I am bricking it. It's always a difficult fixture, West Ham. Always a tough game for us. They've got a decent team as well this year. They, this means everything to them. You know, there's a there's a stereophonic song about the Six Nations. Don't want to be your enemy. Uh, we got as long as we beat the English, we don't care. Mm. And it's that mentality. We all lose every game in the Six Nations as long as we beat the English, we don't care. Mm. And it's the same for West Ham and Tottenham. This they don't care about any of the other London clubs. They pretend they care about Arsenal, Fulham, QPR, whatever. This is everything to them but on the flip side I would say as well in terms of a, a rival in the league they're not but this is a big game for us for our fans well it's a London derby like, I get up for the West Ham game it's a it's a, it's a big match yeah, yeah. but I feel like actually if the last sort of two three seasons they've restricted us as well as any team yeah home yeah. and away like the, I can't remember the last game we had that was comfortable like it's, I've got to go back a few years there's yeah, been I've, points of games like last year when you're 3-0 up and you're thinking we've got this but it's going to be a tough game we're going to have to play really really well my concern is set pieces oh, going into yeah. this game because West Ham have always been pretty strong they've got a good delivery Noborn Snodgrass in particular has got excellent delivery from set yeah. plays and we've looked a little bit suspect defending them so I think we're going to have to be really tight defensively not give away stupid free kicks in our half where they can whip the ball in just be sensible because we're better yeah, yeah. we're a better team than them we and we have to play the opposition not the occasion That's and exactly not get it. caught up That's in I've watched two I've watched more West Ham games on TV than I have Spurs games just because Sky schedules and when I'm, when I'm available and I watched them play Brighton they were pretty bad against Brighton Brighton were decent so there are ways around them um, and I, f- I think the biggest and it's a big thing in any football game but it's especially this one first goal First goal's massive. I think if we go 1-0 up, I think their fans will be really deflated. But if they it. get in front, it's then it becomes a difficult, was really difficult game. I game bowling the, their old grounds where they went 1-0 up and the, it, the, the place was shaking. I, I had to leave 10 minutes early because yeah. I do anyway, but because um, it, like, I would have been murdered, like, yeah. actually murdered. Um, it's it's going to be, it'll be a tough, tough game. Hopefully we've got a couple of players back in contention yeah. um, because it's the international break hopefully we don't lose any more for injury um, well, Ericsson might be out for a long time yeah, like Darren no, Fletcher was that. out for a long time we've really really got to be worried about that um, this is I think this is a big point in our season now it's like you say Christmas is coming when we have lots of fixtures we need to start I think that these kids are knackered yeah knackered. Well, what's your prediction for the West Ham game 2-0 Spurs mm. I think it, I think it might be a draw I think I think I could see a 1-1 I could, I could see that. I could see them just causing a few problems. I, I hope I'm wrong. Spurs stepping up and just controlling. I hope game. so. Kane just destroying them would be great. But we'll see what happens yeah. there. Uh, quick fantasy football update. Oh, yeah. I know everyone. This is everyone's favourite part of the show. Uh, James Lamont still smashing it in top, 550 points. Good Richard man. Healy still holding it in second with 534. There's been another change in the top three, Ooh. so I've dropped out. Um, I'm down to fourth. Dan Hearn. No way. Holiday Dan Holiday himself Dan. Love that boy. has got him to the lane is back. He's got himself into the top three. He's on 466 points. 
Um, yeah. Fair play to him. He's had a great week. Hazard captain. So good to see that you're yeah. sticking Has to London. Has he got any Arsenal London. players? He hasn't, to be fair to him. Um, so, yeah, good on him. Isn't he an Arsenal fan anyway, Dan? What, Dan Hearn? Yeah. He could be. I mean, he's always an oldie anyway, isn't he? <laughs> so, um, hot, tot, hot Totty Trilogy have dropped to ninth, so it's all it's collapsing. As expected. I love it. We're not allowed to talk about all his girlfriends on the fo- on, on this in case his girlfriend's listening. But he calls his thing Hot Totty Trilogy. Unbelievable. Spanish one, Portuguese one, Italian one. Unbelievable. One from Slough. Um, <laughs> so we've got some listener questions <laughs> that I want you to answer. So um, on Reddit, Studio Dipan has said, our performances are unremarkable at best. So how long can we keep scrapping our way to wins without looking the part? We need to get back into our stride. Chelsea won the league doing it, but we're not going to win the league doing it. Um, it depends what you mean by stride like if you mean tearing teams apart I think it will come I think you'll suddenly see November, December I think you'll suddenly see it and then when it goes like, I, I don't know it's a difficult one we're it? unremarkable but we're winning and yeah. we're getting results and we're off to our best start in the Premier League era so yeah. I'm alright with it uh, you're right it's worrying yeah. Aggie Poe on Reddit yeah, we, um, has said we've not looked good this season even before all the injuries kicked in and for that reason I think we'll miss out on top four to the scum and end up fifth with United in six uh, where do you think we'll finish? Arsenal look great like, but they do look great they? in attack they, they tore apart a poor Fulham team yeah that's a it poor t- and they the people when they've played the difficult team they've lost because their exactly. defence is poor exactly. we can have them we can have them, and I still believe we can have them. So I think the top four will be Man City and Liverpool, although they were both atrocious mm. yesterday, uh, Chelsea, and then us. Cool. That's it. And Man United will... Arsenal will fall apart. Um, Europa League will take a toll. They play quarter bag. They mm. run 3-0, but um, I still think we should buy... We should get Aaron Ramsey in. I know no one else does, but I think he's absolutely mm. brilliant. And Man United are hilarious. They're nowhere. Yeah. Um, Jason Berried, I hope I pronounced that correctly, Jason, on Facebook has said, with three games in five days and the constant we must win a trophy talk, for those that actually use the phrase, do they rest Kane for the two Premier League games and go all out against West Ham in the Cup? Or does must win a trophy not actually mean it? Is it just a soundbite? I think, me, I would always just play the kids in the Carabao, just use it as a youth cup and then you play the Premier League because you, I think, don't you, unless you get to the final and win it, you actually lose money got being in the mm. Carabao Cup it's a waste of time like even if we win it it will be like you haven't won a trophy so mm. there's no point winning that getting the Premier League getting the top four getting the, the players like the, the long term plan is the Premier League Adam Tyndall Big Tyndall Big Tyndall um, you are two questions from him yeah um, all three actually uh, is Poch on a promise of transfer funds in January no brilliant um, and the reason for that is no one makes big transfers in January Especially if you're Spurs manager. Um, has morale been affected by the Kane wage increase? Should we bump up the other players? Mm, we should bump Toby up and we should bump Christian up. Um, we should give them what they want. Fine. Um, John Dawkes again on Facebook says, Does the panel think is it, a con- it is a contractual reason why he plays in big games? It is certainly not due to his playing ability. Eric Lamella has been energetic, creative and scoring goals regularly Who? and should be a first team regular. Who? Lamella. Yeah, so basically, should Lamella be in the first team more, or oh, is it? Fine. Are there contractual reasons as to why he's not? I think I think for the right game, he's absolutely brilliant, and he can. Mm. I think he's actually smarter than we think he is, and tactically, he's very astute. I think he, and I say every time, no one plays a through ball better than him. Mm. He's an absolutely mm. brilliant assister, mm. and I think for tight games, he's brilliant and he's sparky. I think you should play more. I don't know who you dropped, though. I think Son must be knackered. I would give Son mm. two weeks off. Look, you played in the World Cup. He played in the National Games. And now you're back playing the Premier League and all this. Mm. Give him I think break. Lamella will get more games anyway. Like with the amount of games we've got coming up, all yeah. of the players are going to play a lot more now. So yeah. hopefully that Good problem question, sorts though. itself out. Yeah. And finally, Stato Love. on Facebook. Have we peaked under Poch? Yeah, I, I think we've plateaued now. Um, but Ferguson actually talks about it in one of his books you do a line with a plateau and then you do a new line with a new team so this is why I'm thinking right we, it's now time what do we actually do mm. with this team um, how do we take it to the next level that's, that's the exciting thing mm. let's get Berahino in <laughs> he scored hasn't he he scored, he scored didn't he it was his first, cup. first goal for about 5,000 days or something insane wasn't it um, <laughs> great questions though everyone there yeah, thanks really for writing good. in thank you um, that's everything. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Well, we were going to talk about uh, <laughs> we were going to talk about uh, Vertonghen. 
I, I still don't... I, he should be one of the legends of the club. Vertonghen. Vertonghen. He has been absolutely brilliant for so long. He's played more games than anyone else. He's been absolutely brilliant. Just so consistent, so brilliant. Player of the year last year, let's not forget. Mm, plays he's a every top centre-half. Doesn't get injured. Uh, he could go to most teams in the world. I, 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 I just want to give him a shout-out, you know, because he's Cause, just... And he will be listening, so, yeah, you know, we love him. I don't really do. know any Belgian, but... Um, uh, yeah, I don't know any Belgian. I was just gonna, I was trying to think of Belgian things like chocolate. and Belgium's a rubbish country, though. Have you ever been... It's, it's I'm trying to think of Belgian things like chocolate. <laughs> what a statement! But if you, the only reason it's it's basically a giant motorway service it's that you 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 drive through Belgium. It's a service centre. And thanks for all of our Belgian fans that are listening as well. If it's there are any Belgian fans listening, let, let us know. Do you disagree? Do you disagree? Yeah. yeah. Hit us up on oh eight hundred sixty nine twenty four seven. And on that bombshell. <laughs> Remember whatever happens, future's bright, future's silly white. Come on, you Spurs. I always thought there was very, very many people interested in football, and I always thought that football was a very important game, but I never realised until today just how important it is. Whether the Wonder Boys of White Hart Lane are or are not the team of the century can't possibly be more than a matter of opinion. Well, they're the finest team in Great Britain and one of the best in the world. We are about the glory of the game. We are about playing with style. We are Tottenham Hotspur. The curve of the ball, the billow of the net, the beating of the trap and the picking of the lock, the swiftness of thought, the lightness of touch. We are Ginola, Greaves, Klinsman, we are the collective gasp, the intake of breath, the flick, the trick, the 30-yard free kick. We are Hoddle, Mabbott and King. We are the lob, the chip, the dummy and the volley. We are the hat trick, the scissor kick. We are Bill Nick. That is schoolboy's own stuff. We are the outside of the boot, the inside of the net, and those seconds that last forever. Van der Vaart to level it up. Raphael van der Vaart, 2-2! It's quite a game, isn't it always? We are Jennings, Defoe and Perryman. Glory past, glory future. What was, what is, what's next? We are Blancheflower, Ardelis, and Bale. We are about winning with a flourish. We are about winning with style. We are about the glory of the game. Daring to try, daring to risk, daring to dream. To dare is to do.